Well, we've hit the home stretch for the college softball season. This is the Everything Fast Pitch by Fast Pitch Prep Women's College World Series preview show. Those of you that have listened to my earlier predictions have noticed that I've taken a couple of shots at picking some upsets, tried to identify places where I thought uh, something exciting or something unusual could happen. But this year, the top eight teams have all made it to the Women's College World Series. The uh, home court advantage, the home field advantage that these teams had during the play of the regional and super regional round, I think, ended up becoming something that was very difficult for anyone else to overcome. There were some very exciting regional and super regional rounds. There were some games that were upsets and places where teams sort of came out of nowhere to surprise us or to shock us for a game or two. But at the end of the day, the top eight seeds have all advanced to the Women's College World Series. A couple of weeks ago, we did a discussion with Coach Don about the politics of the selection process and the ways that uh, certain teams have advantages because they are deemed to either be a top 16 or a top 8 seed. Most years, there's one or two upsets in the top 8 don't always make it to the Women's College World Series, but there are some inherent advantages that those teams have, and I think this year it really held held true to form as we saw those top 8 seeds all take advantage of the home field advantage. We've got some great matchups heading into the Women's College World Series, some uh, with foes that are very familiar to each other coming from the same conferences and having already played. But I think it's going to be a very exciting couple of days. And I think there's some teams that are really strong and uh, uh, in a position to make history. So the first matchup is number one, Oregon versus number eight, Arizona State. Two Pac-12 schools that have a very long history and have played each other. Um, both have had tremendous postseasons. Arizona State looked very dominant in their play with South Carolina at their Super Regional. Oregon, on the other hand, was the team that I thought was untouchable heading into the Super Regional round, and Kentucky shocked the world in Game 1 and ended up beating Oregon at Oregon's home field uh, by a score of 9-6. to six. This first round matchup matches two teams that have a long uh, history of playing against each other. And Oregon was the dominant team during the regular season in the Pac-12. Uh, they won the regular season and uh, and clearly were the number one team heading into the tournament. Arizona State handled South Carolina. There were some very interesting games. It was exciting, uh, but Arizona State was clearly the top team, and of course took advantage of the thin air in Arizona and uh, and uh, scored a bunch of runs. Oregon showed some dominance and a few weaknesses in their Super Regional matchup with Kentucky. Uh, I predicted at the beginning of the Super Regional round that Oregon would not only dominate Kentucky, but would not give up a run. And uh, as you can see, I was clearly wrong in that. Uh, When Kentucky jumped on Oregon at the beginning of Game 1 and stayed on top of them offensively throughout that whole game, It was very surprising to me because I felt Oregon's pitching was so dominant and their defense was so strong that uh, I didn't see anyone being able to challenge them, especially on their home field. So you got to give Kentucky a lot of credit. Coach uh, Lawson does a great job and has her team always believing that they can win. Uh, But at the end of the day, Oregon came back and won that Super Regional, dominating Game 3 in a run rule. And honestly, Game 3 was more of what I had expected for the whole weekend. So Oregon versus Arizona State, and I'm going to go with the smart money on this one. Oregon's going to win Round 1 and advance and uh, uh, 
I believe, going to make it to the championship round of the Women's College World Series. Game number two is Florida versus Georgia. This is another conference matchup, or Georgia and Florida have played each other during the regular season. Um, Georgia is the only team that uh, uh, won a series from Florida this year, and to me that was uh, quite the exciting game. time of the year it definitely put georgia's program on the map and georgia continues to impress me because they are doing all of this without their established number one pitcher from early on in the year Um, most people myself included thought that when Brittany gray was injured that that was sort of the death knell for georgia's team but you have to give them a ton of credit. They have bounced back, fought, scratched, clawed, and managed to find a way to continue to advance through the regional and super regional round, uh, even though they're using several different pitchers, none of whom has a reputation of being dominant, but all of whom have been effective. Um, you've got Kylie Bass, who's throwing the ball 56, 57 miles an hour and spinning it like crazy, and then uh, uh, several other young pitchers that have a little bit more velocity. Um, Mary Avent has uh, uh, done a great job and pitched an amazing game against Tennessee in the Super Regional. I had uh, predicted that Tennessee would win that Super Regional, partly because Ralph and Karen are good friends, and I was hoping to see them advance. But I have t- a tremendous respect for Coach Lou and what she's done at Georgia, and this team has something special going for it this year, the way they continue to manufacture runs and use their offense to overcome any weaknesses that there might be perceived in their pitching. Florida advancing to the Women's College World Series almost appeared to be a magic act. They were on the verge of losing Game 1 to Texas A&M. They were on the verge of losing Game 3 to Texas A&M. And honestly... It almost appeared that we're um, fortunate or lucky in in a couple of instances to actually get wins in that Super Regional. Um, At the end of the year, it always comes down to one big play, one big swing, uh, an error or or a pitch or a hit. And Florida was able to come up with the biggest hit the walk off home run with two outs um, to send. Texas A&M home, um, their freshman uh, hit a three-run bomb and ended up winning that game as a, in a walk-off. Uh, but uh, picture how painful this must be for Texas A&M to be one strike away from making it to the College World Series um, and make a good pitch that a hitter just puts a great swing on and hits for the game-winning home run. So Florida appeared to do it with smoke and mirrors. It was a little bit of a shock the way they won. It was not shocking that they're in the College World Series because certainly everyone has predicted that and expected that all year long. But Texas A&M definitely showed that Florida is a team that can be beaten. Uh, Florida has shown, shown that they are a team that's going to fight until the very last pitch and uh, fight and, and try to find a way to win, whether they're playing great or not. I think this is a really interesting matchup, uh, but I do believe at the end of the day, Kelly Barnhill will have George's number, and I think Florida is going to advance. But I do not predict Florida making it to the championship round this year. I think that they will uh, play deep into the tournament, but I don't anticipate them making it. The number three game 
is UCLA and Florida State. Again, two teams that have appeared to be dominant at times, but have had some weaknesses shown uh, also. Florida State was able to advance on their home field in a hand in three very hard-fought, close games with LSU. LSU uh, definitely appeared to be on the verge of advancing to the College World Series again, um, but Florida State on their home field showed the resilience and the willingness to scratch and claw uh, and to play just well enough and to make just enough big plays to advance. Florida State on their home team on home field uh, as the home team it proved to be just a little bit too much for LSU, but LSU gave them everything they could ask for. UCLA and Arizona was another strong super regional. Um, I had predicted Arizona, again, partly because Coach Candrea is someone that I have so much respect for. I was hoping to see him have a chance to get his team to the College World Series. But at the end of the day, UCLA is just better. Their pitcher uh, dominated, um, gave up a couple of runs, and uh, in game two appeared um, to to struggle with Arizona a little bit early in game in game two, but. Uh, um, UCLA's offense came through, scored a bunch of runs, um, and was able to eliminate Arizona. I think this is an interesting matchup between UCLA and Florida State. Um, great pitching for both teams. Megan King pitched tremendously for Florida State in the Super Regional. Uh, but I'm, again, <laughs> fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And, and I'm going to stay with the favorite here. I think UCLA is going to win game one, and I think they're going to advance. I do not think they will make it to the championship series, but I think they will be uh, one of the last teams eliminated. And then the last matchup is Oklahoma against Washington. Uh, this is another matchup of storied programs with great coaches. Oklahoma is my pick. I think they have appeared throughout the regional and super regional round to just be a dominant team. They've got two great pitchers, and they've got offense that just never stops. Uh, one through nine, every single hitter in their lineup can impact the game. Uh, they've got one of the greatest uh, potential, greatest power hitters in their freshman, Alo, who is leading the nation in home runs and seems to be rising to the occasion and hitting more bombs even here deep into the postseason. But they've got four or five players in their lineup that consistently and obviously can change the scoreboard on any swing every time they go to the plate. Washington played well and uh, and handled Alabama in their Super Regional, and I think Washington's going to be a formidable test for Oklahoma, but I do not picture Washington's pitching being able to hold Oklahoma's offense down, and so uh, to my way of thinking, it's, it's clear that Oklahoma is the best team in this tournament. I believe that Oklahoma's going to advance to the championship round, and I think it's going to be three great games between Oklahoma and Oregon battling to the if game on uh, on the third day of the championship round I think there's going to be some great games I think there's some tremendous stories as I said earlier Georgia is the underdog little engine that could that seems to keep going and going and going and I think they will make some noise but I do believe that when the dust settles and it's all said and done that Oregon and Oklahoma are the two best teams and I think that what we will see 
is those two squaring off in an epic championship series. And again, my prediction is Oklahoma is going to three-peat. They're going to be the national champions again this year, and uh, that will match a feat that was only done one other time. UCLA had a three-peat also, and uh, uh, I think we're headed for a tremendous couple of days uh, starting on Thursday with these first-round matchups. And again, um, I wish I could venture out there and tell you that there's going to be a ton of big upsets but I really do believe the top four teams are clearly the top four teams in the country and my only question now looking at how this tournament was bracketed and seeded um, I think Oklahoma being picked to be the fourth best team strikes me as being uh, um, the only thing that I would disagree with Um, going into the tournament I thought they were underrated and I think they've continued to prove that they are of course the national seedings once they're set hold and so now we've got an an interesting uh, set of matchups and of course it will work out that if everybody wins um, that Oregon and Oklahoma will play each other in the winner's bracket so one of them will be fighting through the loser's bracket on the other side but both teams have tremendous pitching, and I think it's going to set up that uh, matchup that uh, that I predicted before. So, hope you enjoy the Women's College World Series. All the games will be on TV. It's going to be a tremendous couple of days, and uh, we'll check back in next week and see how I did on my predictions for the Women's College World Series. Again, Oklahoma is going to be your national champion.